Let's talk today about an unusual man whose name was Onesiphorus. Onesiphorus was an obscure biblical character to whom are devoted three whole verses of Scripture, appearing only in Paul's second letter to Timothy. All we know about Onesiphorus is what we can reconstruct from Paul's short description and our knowledge of the times in which he lived. Let me read the scripture from 2 Timothy, verses 16 through 18 in chapter 1. May the Lord show mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me and he was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well how many ways he helped me in Ephesus. So here's what we know. Onesiphorus was an active member and major contributor to the church Paul founded in Ephesus, that is modern-day Turkey, where Paul appointed Timothy as pastor. And Onesiphorus, the word itself, means bringing profit. So this man lived up to his name by assisting Paul in the early years of his work in the church in Ephesus, and later on by often visiting Paul in his Roman prison cell just prior to the apostles' execution. According to the McKintock and Strong Encyclopedia, Paul was, quote, in custody of a soldier to whose arm he was chained while in Rome. Who was the real captive then? The apostle or the military audience of one? Can you imagine the conversations between Paul and the guard to whom he was chained? Paul and Anisiphorus may have planned their visitation schedule around a strategic plan for the evangelization of the soldiers who pulled chain duty with Paul. Imagine that. Paul called himself, quote, an ambassador in chains in Ephesians chapter 6. From Paul's perspective, chains represented one more opportunity for the advancement of the gospel in Rome. When he said in Philippians 1, it has become clear throughout the entire palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Because of my chains, most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. You could say Paul's perspective was similar to Joseph's in the book of Genesis. Joseph interpreted his imprisonment as a benefit to others. When he later explained to his brothers who sold him into slavery and captivity, it was not you who sent me here, but God. You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to preserve many people alive. How do you interpret the chains that restrict your movement toward personal advancement? What's your perspective on forced limitations imposed by unwanted situations or difficult people? Well, consider this. God may be developing in you the spirit of Paul or Joseph or Anisiphorus. Perhaps he has customized your circumstances to preserve many people alive in Christ who would otherwise never know about him.